Welcome to this next episode of Unlock the Leader's Code with leadership enthusiast Tio Kang, serving solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, and intrapreneurs to lift them up to their highest level of potential. Without further ado, here's your leadership coach, Tito Kang. Aloha, friends. My name is Tito Kang. I'm your host on Unlock the Leader's Code live today on Monday, January 23rd, as we continue our trek towards the 21 irrefutable laws of leadership in 21 days. And today we're on law number 11, more than halfway through. What law we have today is the law of the inner circle. Now, most of the time when I conduct my mastermind and I talk about the law of the inner circle, John has actually gone and written about Lance Armstrong, and I always get that hand up in the air. Was Lance Armstrong a, a real leader, a significant leader, and should he be used as an example? And what I remind folks is that, as always, leadership is continued. It's, an it's a, an evolving process. It's something that continues to move along. And it doesn't stop. It's a journey that really truly does not end because your leadership lid can be lifted all the time. And the super leaders are fraught with the same challenges that all of us are. Average leaders, super leaders confront the same situations. And however you face those situations in the time of your journey and how you're able to increase your lid or how you increase your lit after you face those situations because of your learnings makes you a super leader, which is the legacy you will leave. Now the legacy is only defined once you've gone and you see how it's been perpetuated once you have passed on to the next life, if you will. Now, the question is that should we really judge Lance Armstrong, but really what John wants to take through is the, the particular experience the insights that Lance Armstrong has used to create such a team. Now, I'm not going to use Lance Armstrong because you read, you can read that in the book. I'm going to point out a couple of things. This weekend, I saw the movie The Founder. If you haven't seen it, it's the story of Ray Kroc and how he came about the relationship that he's got with McDonald's brothers. And as you know, McDonald's brothers' story with Ray Kroc has been used by John to illustrate the law of the lid. And interestingly enough, although I saw, I read about the stories of the McDonald's brothers and Ray Kroc over the years and learning more about it, it was great to see it in a movie format. And what I've come to realize is this, is that the law of the inner circle was in application even within that movie. Now, as we looked at the movie, as we watched the movie, of course, it's, you know, it tells one particular site as the story or a set of the story or side of the story. The movie depicted the brothers as very, being very close. That was their inner circle. And they were able to grow to that component where they made a very successful restaurant. There were two. And interestingly enough, in any evolution or revolution, of ideas, there's always been two people that got involved, at least. You know, if you look at HP, Hewlett and Packard, two people. If you look at the growth of Apple, Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak, Microsoft, Paul Allen and Bill Gates, of course. And I can go on and on. Uh, the Wright brothers, there were two. There was always two. And you've come to realize why is it always two that seems to be the number to at least start up with because 
people have said a lot, you know, you're a self-made man or a self-made person, and that's not true at all. If you talk to those who succeed and continue to succeed, most of them, not all of them, because there's still some that believe that they are self-made, most of them will tell you that they don't believe in the self-made component. They've realized that it requires a village to raise them up, to become who they are becoming, and to continue to develop into who they are becoming in the future. In fact, Arnold Schwarzenegger, in an interview with Tim Ferriss on a podcast, had said so. He said, the self-made man is not self-made. He relish, relishes the fortunate mentors that he's had, the partners that he's had in his business. In fact, when he first was training to become Mr. Olympia, he got into the real estate business and partnered up with a fellow bodybuilder who was a bricklayer to start to do event uh, to start to do construction back in the 70s in California. So you could see that there's always two. So why is there always two? It's because it allows you to maintain your focus. We talk a lot about accountability. We talk a lot about to maintain your progress, you need to have either a coach, an accountability partner, because the human beings that we are sometimes can revert back. I know I am certainly guilty of that. Are you? Do you maintain a level so high or do you fall into the levels where you don't feel like it? We all do. I believe that's where sometimes the energy is left. That's where when we face another challenge, we feel it's no longer feasible to do so. And all it requires is a partner, someone that's within our inner circle to boost us up because their level of energy will be at a different place. And you want to feed off that to go and achieve what your goal and what your success you want to achieve, right? So do you take a look at that and Surround yourself. Jim Rohn had said this, we are the average of our five closest people. He would say, if I look at your five closest friends today, I can pretty much predict with a lot of accuracy how you will be five years from now. Interestingly enough, in Starbucks, there was an inner circle. Howard Schultz was surrounded by someone called, a, a team that's called H2O, Howard Schultz, Howard Bihar, and Oren Smith. They back then created the culture that made Starbucks grow continuously during those times. And of course, in your inner circle, as your inner circle, as your company grows, as you grow, sometimes you have to change the inner circle. So how do you do that? How do you, how do you choose who is part of your inner circle? John offers kind of five points. I'm going to offer my own five points. I tweaked it a little bit for me. So hopefully it will be of service to you. First, it's what influence do the people in your inner circle have on others? How do they influence others? You want to take a look at that. And we talked about influence before. I don't want to go into it right now. If you want more about influence, just PM me, send me a direct message, and I'll, I'll share with you what it is. Secondly, what you'll be is John will talk about what complementary superpowers do they bring to the table? What does your inner circle have in terms of superpowers that complete yours, different from yours, that they bring to the table? So one of the key things that I said I've been guilty of is I like to look at uh, a, gla a glass half full all the time. 
I really am not that cautious in pursuing any ideas. I tend to be very impulsive. So I surround myself within my teens with people that are a bit more cautious, people that will analyze a bit more, people that will question a bit more an avenue. That allows me to stop myself so that I can take a step back and ask the right questions. Number three, what strategic positions do the people in your inner circle hold within your organization? So if you have already a small team, what do they hold? in that organization. If you're a solopreneur, your inner circle is probably other solopreneurs, other mentors. What strategic position do they hold either in your industry, in your community, that's going to be able to add to your growth as a leader? Number four is what values do they have? And that's what I've added on. You have to look at the values. So seldom we look at the capacity the experience, the skill set that someone brings to the table. You got to make sure that your values mesh because if your values don't mesh, your inner circle is not strong. It's going to lead you to where you are going to follow first because their skill set is so strong, but you're going to have a conflict in values in the future that's going to make you realize this was not the partnership for me. So first and foremost, determine your values in order to do that. As I told you before, you have to determine what your values are. And number five, how do they impact? How do they impact positively the other members of your inner circle? So if you're a solopreneur and you have other entrepreneurs, solopreneurs with you, do they solopreneurs actually add to the other solopreneurs around you? And it's not a networking format in the traditional sense where you go in networking, I refer your business, you refer my business, we refer each other business. If you forget about the business, if you really think about the serving, the servanthood, you want to serve and help everyone in your inner circle to grow, get better, either from their business or from their knowledge. You want to do that. So that's what you want to get into. So as you notice, if you look at the story of the founder, you'll note that Ray Kroc went in and he came in, he had a certain insights. He had a certain chutzpah. However, what kind of kerfuffle where it didn't work out anymore is that the values that Ray Kroc has was not similar, clearly, to the McDonald's brothers. At the same time, the McDonald's brothers, in terms of their lid, were not open enough to listen. They wanted to stay where they were at and kind of let Ray do his growth without managing and learning from him. If they did, if they were more open to lifting their lid, they could have been part of McDonald's and still build it and maybe build it even, even to a greater or bigger organization that would fit their values, right? So that's what you want to be able to define, those five questions. I hope it was helpful. If it was, please like, share, and comment. If you have anything to add in terms of how you've been able to network and how you've been able to grow your inner circle, share with the rest of the group and this community. I thank you very much. This is Tito Say. Aloha, mahalo. Until I see you next time, live and in person, lead on, make everyday bandages. And as always, here's to your prodigious success. Hi, this is Tito. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Unlock the Leader's Code. For more codes unlocked, don't hesitate to go to www.titokang.com. Feel free to like, share, and comment. I love to hear what you think about what we shared with you.